Hey everyone, uh, welcome back to another episode. Well guys, uh, follow up to the last uh, episode here. Uh, fixing the skidster, my bobcat. Um, I initially thought it was the... I knew it was a fuel problem because it, it sounded like it wasn't getting fuel. Then when it did, it would run for a second or two and then die off to the point where it wasn't running at all. And I initially was thinking it's either the fuel pump, which is electric. That's pretty much the only thing that's electric on this Bobcat is that or the fuel filter. So considering that I cannot get parts here locally and I would have to, you know, purchase parts to ship them in for like the filters and that kind of stuff. Um, I decided to tear it apart and just start working backwards. So the first thing I did was there's a um, air relief valve on the engine for priming the lines. So this is this is there so that way if you run out of fuel and you put um, diesel back into it, there's a little relief valve that you can relieve the air out. Because that's the worst thing you can do is run a machine, especially diesel at least, um, all the way without fuel, right? Because there's going to be air in the, the rails. So I opened that up and I turned the, the, the switch on to turn the pump on and I'm not getting anything out of it. So I'm like, okay. So that still tells me that either the fuel pump is not working correctly or the fuel filter is clogged, right? So I'm working backwards. Then I go to the fuel filter and I remove the fuel filter. So I'll kind of give you guys uh, how it works is there's gas tank. There's a feed line going from the gas tank to a inline fuel filter. Then from the fuel filter, there's another line that goes to a priming bulb. Okay. And then from the priming bulb, it goes to the um, inline um, electric fuel pump for the diesel. And then from there, it goes directly into the engine. Okay. So that's kind of the, the, the process of how this fuel is flowing. So I'm working backwards. So I went to the fuel filter and I removed it. And to my surprise, it's perfectly clean. Perfectly clean. I'm like, hmm. So I took the fuel filter off anyway. And I have some diesel cans laying around. And I decided to pour some diesel on the top of the filter to see if it's going to come through the bottom of the filter. Because even though it looks clean, it may be clogged up. So I went ahead and poured diesel. You know, I'm holding the filter in my hand. I pour diesel onto the top of the filter to see if it's going to come through. And sure enough, free flows comes through like it's supposed to. I'm like, okay. Then I realized that when I removed the fuel filter, fuel should be pouring out because the tank is above, right? It's, it's sitting um, a higher grade, right? It's sitting up above and fuel should be flowing through. So as soon as I... Um, I realized that I said, okay, let me go to the bulb, you know, the priming bulb, the priming bulb was still smashed. It was not returning to the open position. So you can squeeze this priming bulb. It's like, if you're going to pump gas by hand, you can squeeze this bulb. That's what it is. And, um, it wasn't returning. So on the line that's coming from the tank to that bulb on that one side, I disconnect the line. As soon as I disconnect the line, the bulb goes and it returns back to normal and the ball I can squeeze it and it goes back to normal squeeze it goes back to normal but then I realized also there's no fuel coming out of the line because the fuel should just be dripping or pouring out of the line okay because it's basically coming directly from the tank so then I realized my line something's clogging my line and I'm not getting fuel from the fuel tank 
to go through that line to the priming bulb, to the fuel filter, to the fuel pump, to the engine. So I have that little um, battery powered Milwaukee um, air inflator I use for my trailer tires and my car tires when I need it. I always have it in the back of my truck because I am out in the field. There is no power out here. So um, I went ahead and hooked up that little nozzle like if you're going to fill up like a basketball or whatever. It has that little other cone shaped one. I plugged it into the line and I started pumping air backwards because if something is clogging it, you know, nothing's coming out of line. I want to push backwards. So I went ahead and put the air compressor on it and nothing was happening for a little bit. And then I open up the fuel cap and I'm looking in and all of a sudden, then I start seeing um, bubbles coming up through the fuel in the fuel tank. So now I'm like, okay, now I'm seeing something. Now I know that my air compressor is pushing enough air through that I can see it coming back up to the top of the tank. So I basically just let it run. I'm like, there's got to be something clogging or stopping or right around the hole where the, um, where the fuel comes, you know, comes into that line. So I just let it run for a while, let it run for a while, and it's gurgling, boosh, 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 right, gurgling. And I'm like, okay. So now I take it off, and I plug that hole back into the priming bulb. I plug it into the priming bulb, and I press it, and it starts working. I press it, it's working. Pressing, it's working. And now I'm refilling up the the fuel filter that I took off because it has a glass bottom. I can see how much fuel is in it. It's to check if you have water in your system. So I see it filling back up with fuel and the priming bulb is working now. I'm like, wait a minute. So then I start connecting everything back up and I turn on, I still have that one air relief valve next to the engine um, for the fuel opened. I told myself, okay, if this is cleared, I should be able to turn the key on. There's gonna be some air that comes out of this until fuel starts coming out. I turn the key on and sure enough, fuel is spraying out like it's supposed to i'm super happy so the problem was a clogged line that was the problem with the skidster that's why it wasn't getting fuel but in the process of me taking things apart there was a brittle like not poly line but it looks like poly line that feeds some gas it's like a return line for the fuel rail and that was brittle and when i was messing with things i basically touched it and it just broke so um, it's only about maybe six inches, maybe seven inches long. So at this point, that's the only thing I need to replace to get this machine running. The, the line is cleared for now. There's diesel in there. The fuel filter is put back together and primed and filled. The fuel lines are primed and filled. Um, now it's just a matter of connecting that little holes. And then what I'm going to do is I'm going to turn the key back on. I'm going to just let it run for a while, shoot out fuel to make sure all the air is out of the lines, um, close off that valve, jump back in the cab, and start it up. So I'm super ecstatic. I don't have to buy another fuel pump. I don't have to buy a fuel filter. It was something clogging the line. So by me having persistence and being dedicated to figuring out what's going on here, um, I was able to figure out what's going on. So essentially, it's costing me, for that little piece of holes, maybe a dollar fifty to fix the machine, right? So that's good news because actually when I made the last podcast, I went to Home Depot to look at their skidsters and they have two skidsters. They actually have more. They have like four or five skidsters there, but the bigger ones are rented out at the moment. They have two small ones, but they're too small for what I want them to do because I was going to rent a skidster to get me by for the next couple of days. Um, but I told myself since they're too small, you know, I'm just going to have to wait for the bigger ones to come back. So when I came back to the property, 
I decided, you know what, let me just tear this thing apart and start, you know, maybe there's something simple to it. That's the thing I was thinking in my head. There's got to be something simple, hopefully. And, and, and if not, at least I can verify which part is not working. That way I can buy the correct part and have it fixed. So by working backwards on the machine, I was able to determine that the line was clogged. And as of now, as long as whatever was in there doesn't get back into the line, I should be good to go. It's going to happen again eventually. What I really need to do is remove the holes right off the bottom of the fuel tank on the skidster and basically um, try to drain it out as much as I can. But the hole is really small, so it's going to be hard to like clean the tank out, right? The only other way is maybe putting a vacuum hose in there after I drain all the fuel out and then trying to suck up what, what whatever might be on the very bottom of the tank. There's obviously some garbage or rubbish on the bottom of the tank that's clogging the hole up from time to time. But because I have a f full tank of fuel, I don't want to, um, you know, drain all that fuel out because I'm not going to be able to put it into a tank because this Bobcat is really awkward where everything is located. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to get that small little $1.50 hose. I'm going to connect it and I'm going to turn the machine on and it's going to run. It's going to absolutely run and I'm back to work. I'm super excited. So sometimes, guys, dedication pays off because if not, I would have rented a machine for $375 today, and that's a daily rental. So $375 per day. If I rent it for a week, I get it for a little bit of a discount, but I'm, I'm saving myself money by just doing, putting the time in and getting greasy and dirty to figure out what's going on. So I went from maybe spending $375 a day for at least three days of rental to a dollar fifty part <laughs> and a little you know maybe i don't know but eight nine ten eleven twelve four hours of taking things apart and trying to figure out what's going on with the machine so a dollar fifty and four hours of work worth it to me absolutely worth it and i have my skidster up and running so just want to update everyone on that you know sometimes if you guys have machines or you guys have issues with your cars or trucks or whatever it is you you have an issue with Sometimes just take the time to, um, you know, did I want to go through all that work for four hours? No. But am I happy I did? Yes. Absolutely happy I did. So, you know, try to troubleshoot. And like for me, I always try to work backwards on the issues because it works better that way. Because then you can start diagnosing what, what what's kind of working, what's not working. You kind of work backwards. So, yeah, just a little piece of rubbish stuck in the... The feed line coming from the the diesel tank. <laughs> Who would have known, right? So anyway, guys, stay positive out there. Don't give up. Um, you know, just push, 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 guys. Uh, I know sometimes you don't want to do the work. I didn't want to do this work today. It put me behind on my schedule today for this build process. But hey, I'll take a dollar fifty fix over three hundred seventy-five dollars per day, right? So anyway, guys, thanks for tuning in. I'll see you guys on the next one.